today, we've got a strategy-filled episode with tips on launch, Etsy, Amazon, and Walmart ranking, press articles, and much more. Make sure to stay to the end for some of the most juicy 30-second tips that we've had. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. How can you get more buyers to leave you Amazon product reviews? By following up with them in a way that's compliant with Amazon terms of service. You can use Helium 10 follow-up in order to automatically send out Amazon's request a review emails to any customers you want. Not just that, but you can specify when they get the message and even filter out people that you don't want to get that message, such as people who have asked for refunds or maybe ones that you gave discounts to. For more information, visit h10.me forward slash follow up. You can sign up for a free account or you can sign up for a platinum plan and get 10% off for life by using the discount code SSP10. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Serious Sellers Podcast by Helium 10. I am your host, Bradley Sutton, and this is the show that's a completely BS-free, unscripted, and unrehearsed organic conversation about serious strategies for serious sellers of any level in the e-commerce world. And from the other side of the world, from, live from Romania, we've got uh, Alina back on the show for the third time. How's it going, Alina? Hi, Bradley. Nice to be here. Thank you for the invite. It's going well, let's say. All right, now we're not going to go too much into Alina's backstory. Um, my editor here gave me notes where uh, you guys can actually get this on the other times that she was on the podcast. So check out episodes 122, guys, and 267. So 122 and 267, you can learn all about Alina's Amazon selling journey and and some of her other uh, endeavors that she's been doing. But, but right here, we're just going to hop right into things. Uh, I have so many things I, I'm thinking of uh, I want to ask. I hope we have enough time to to get through them all. But but just first of all, let, let's, let me just ask you about your, you know, apart from all the other million things you do and million companies you seem to be involved with these days, you're also an Amazon seller at the end of the day, you know, Helium 10 Elite member, just like, you know, the rest of us. How has your Amazon business been doing the last, you know, it's been way over a year since I, I talked to you last on, on the podcast, but, but how, how's it been going? It's been going very well, considering the amount of time I put into that, because as you said, I'm involved in, in many things, too many, I think. Um, it's been going well, growing. We're way over seven figures, two brands, stable, um, constantly launching new products. Well, or trying to, because <laughs> this Q4, I had like six new products I couldn't launch because of the restock limits. Oh, Everybody's uh-huh. familiar with that. Um, other than that, I, I'm still testing a lot of stuff. How about Walmart? Walmart has been down for the most uh, part of the year because there we had some seasonal pro- uh, products, but now it's back up and it's doing very well, actually. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. That That's good to hear. Have you launched on any other platforms outside of Amazon Walmart? Like for example, Shopify or anything like that? No, no, not yet. Okay. Um, Etsy? Etsy, I used to until I got my account shut down. <laughs> couple of months ago. Well, was it one of those things where they, they're like saying your, your products don't qualify to be Etsy products or something like that? Exactly. And I haven't, I tried everything, but seems like I cannot, I cannot open it again. It's like gone blank. Oh, that and sucks. Yeah. With, one yeah, of my so products I, that happened to me. Um, so I'm not sure if somebody reported me, but I mean, it's definitely more, I mean, it's, it, it's made in China, but it's still handmade. It's made by somebody's hands, you know, like, like, come on guys, you know, uh, doesn't matter what, where it's manufactured. Uh, in should qualify. 
All right. Okay. So Amazon is doing is is doing well for you. Uh, Walmart is is doing well. Um, what has been something you've learned, uh, or you know, like maybe you accidentally had some success on Amazon or Walmart, or or purposely, like you implemented something, and man, it really made a difference. Anything like that that you can think of that's that's happened in the last uh, year? Yes. I don't know if I mentioned this on on the last time, but it's been a while. So I was just starting doing that and it has proven to work very well. So my products are um, in on Amazon, one of the brands in industrial scientific category, and it's like packs of 10 or packs of 20 pieces in a box. So I, I realized that people were, um, many people were buying more than just one box. So I, um, I created for each of the best-selling five SKUs or six SKUs, let's say, I created three or four variations, like packs of 50, packs of 100, packs of 200, all of them FBM fulfilled, because if you were to send them in FBA, then profit margins wouldn't be that great. And I was just looking on some reports. Okay, going back. Uh, besides that, after a couple mm-hmm. of months, I started combining them because they kind of work together. You know, if you buy one, you need the, you may need the other one at one point, the other product. So I just like virtual bundles, but they were um, uh, self-standing listings, FBM, and all combined under parent um, parent um, ASINs on Amazon. Okay. And I was just looking on some reports the other day. Um, it's been 19% of the sales on Amazon go through all, among all those uh, FBM, which is kind of cool, I think. It's huh. 19%. 19, yes. Wow, okay, yeah. I mean, like, I, I've been saying that, you know, for years, hey, guys, do FBM. But, like, for me, the, the reason why I say do FBM is, is you know, I can you can get at least 2 to 3% in my experience, you know, at it. So so that's interesting. Sometimes you can get you even uh, uh, a lot more. So that's, that's, that's value- good to know. When you do packs like that, the value is yeah. higher. You know, there are some of them are one hundred dollars or one hundred and fifty bucks for per specific product. So, if you yeah, percentage. Oh, so 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 like uh, on the revenue side, it's on the, the nineteen. Per- okay, okay, right. interesting. Very good, very good. Now, um, let let's go ahead and, and hop right into some some different strategies. You know, um, you know. I think everybody who's been listening to you from before knows you as 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 Alina from AZ Rank. You know, and we're going to talk about some other endeavors you've been doing lately. But um, tell me about the day that the announcement came out. Before, uh, you know, did did you have a heart attack or no. <laughs> did you and your husband like uh, contemplate uh, uh, you know going to a, a mountain to meditate to? to Kind of easier worries, or what, what? What was your thought process when Amazon was like, "No more search find buy" in the traditional sense? It was very funny, actually. I don't know if you remember. Uh, I was in LA. I was to, at the Helium Ten workshop, and at the moment I saw the post, I was in a in an Uber driving from um, Irvine to down, downtown LA for a meeting, and I was like, seriously. 9 a.m. in the morning and you're coming to, with this? What joke yeah. is this? But no, it was true. Um, it's been one year now, one year, one full year. And I have to admit uh, very honestly that that change for us um, turned things into better. Our campaigns are working better because all the other things that we do on top of that. So 
then I was like terrified. Now I'm happy. I think it's okay. It's it's been yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah, and and I've I've used you know I, I've talked about it on the show you know multiple times you know how AZ rank I, works. You know, nowadays it's like, hey guys, you know, like you you can't just tell people to go search, find, and buy stuff, but but you know you've got to you've got to do different things. And and so one thing that you guys do, you know, correct me if I'm wrong. It's been a few months since I've used it, the service, but it is like you don't even force them to use a certain keyword. But like what what you do right. is like you say, hey, which keyword would you use to 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 find this kind of product? Just to to see a general Amazon buyers. Uh, buying habits and sometimes they even pick like you, their own keyword you know their to use uh, is that right. is that right yes correct and okay. on top of and, that, oh, go ahead. market research a lot of market research which for the for the actual process of purchasing seems to be very important what, okay what they do. yeah like that, that was what i really liked you know uh, about it is is hey all right you got this keyword, whether they picked one of the ones that, that you thought it would be or not. Now it's like, you know, probably a lot, some of your main competitors are on there and then they, they, they give you some feedback based on like, Hey, how does it look in the search results? You know, the main image, you know, the price point, the title, Hey, click into some of the competitors listings and, and then compare it to mine. You know, how, how what, what gets at you at the bullet points and stuff. And you get all this kind of insight where back in the old days, all we did was like, all right, Alina, I need seven purchases over eight days for this keyword and boom, you know, get it, you know, get it done. And in a sense, that was kind of the good old days, you know, really easy to get to page one, but there, there was nothing really that could help you make your, your listing get better or your strategy get better. But now, you know, since you've changed your format to kind of like this survey thing and, and it's almost like helium 10 audience or, or pick except, except, you know, like on steroids, here. So, uh, any, any, at, you know, I, I know my personal experiences with it, but, but what about on your side, like any customers experiences as, as you know, you know, you don't have to say their product or anything where, where, where somebody went through that process with AZ rank and then they got some like crazy thing input from a customer that they never would have realized. And they changed, they, they, they acted on it and it really worked out well for them. I mean, I'm putting you on the spot here, but can you think of anything like that recently? Yes. No, it's, it's okay. Because, um, it's, it happens quite often. I mean, I don't have something that like explosive uh, or at uh -oh. least I don't know of something that explosive, but the, the feedback is, uh, wow, I never thought of this kind of use for my product. I, did, I didn't know this, that people actually use this product for this because we, have, we ask um, them like, what other uses would you do with would you do with this product for example what yeah. what other ways would you use it to sorry and then something else is the packaging the packaging ideas are ah, um, uh -huh. very creative very creative <laughs> like the craziest so, thing to talk about that for a second so are okay. are you talking about like so maybe they get the the package and then they give their input on hey i would have made this packaging differently is that is that what you're talking about or Yes, that's the second part of the oh. survey we do after they receive. And they say, hey, besides the fact that it came broken, this uh, wasn't good, this blah, 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 you know, all kind of sure. uh, that, I would do this. How about you do this? Or, you know, creative ways of, of putting that uh, into into practice, basically. Interesting. Changing. Interesting. Okay. All right. So, you know, the traditional search, find, buy, uh, as we know for Amazon, you know, not, not, uh, something we should do, but correct me if I'm wrong, but like Walmart, 
Etsy, other websites, like there's nothing in their terms of service against a traditional search find buy, right? That's correct. Yes, there isn't. Okay, good. Because I, I just hit you up last week to do one on Etsy. And so I just making sure. Um, now the reason guys, why I hit up AZ rank for this was uh, I've had the project X coffin shelf on Etsy for a while. And usually we're like the top selling coffin shelf, but then I noticed sales were down um, a lot. And then I looked in the search results and the weirdest thing, like there's not even that many coffin shelves on Etsy. We got pushed all the way to page three on, on Etsy. So, so I hit you up and then what, like how many did you actually do for search find by an Etsy with the hopes of it going up? What was it like 10 or five or what uh, did you do? Six, but uh, it was down. Uh, was it, it hit page one down bottom uh, after four. Let's, let's go ahead and take a look here. Um, let me see if I can share my screen here. Let's on, on Etsy now. Let's do coffin shelf. This was literally just days ago that we we did this. And there, there it is. is right there, right on the, by, by the way, I'm going to kick this guy off. This guy is copying our pictures and everything, but I, I'm not really that concerned about it because um, it uh, <laughs> it's like $47, but oh, some people are so <laughs> ridiculous. But here we are right there on the top of page one. Um. Excellent. Excellent. So boom, that, that actually, that actually worked well with only six, uh, six units, we were able to get to the top of page one. So AZ rank is still working the traditional way for, uh, for search find buy. And and sometimes that might happen guys. You should check, you know, there's no keyword tracker or maybe there's keyword tracker out there. I don't know, but helium 10 doesn't have a keyword tracker for Etsy, but, but check if your Etsy sales are down, check your main keywords and see if you've dropped in rank, or if you're trying to launch a product and you just can't seem to get on page one by yourself, Alina might be able to, to, to help with that. And then on Walmart, how, how is it working for launch? Like what's your strategy with AZ rank or for your own products for getting to page one on Walmart? Well, um, it's kind of the Amazon's uh, old days, PPC and search find buy together. Um, it, it, still works very well even if walmart is changing their stuff like crazy like every day something new is happening right now they're um they're very focused on the um, uh, creatives like the a plus uh, content they're um starting to show videos on some listings i have on my products um uh, videos and has been a tremendous increase in sales for those products um and also um a, a Something that I learned from my experience, um, wait a little bit. I mean, whatever you do, even if you do search find buy, even if you do PPC, just wait a little bit until you see actually the needle moving. Either mm -hmm. you check it manually or with keyword tracker because Walmart's algorithm is, is diff w very different than Amazon. In Amazon, you can see like in 24 hours, maybe 48 hours in, in Walmart might take, 10, might take even 10 days. I saw, I had... A situation or two actually so just just be a little pay, patient and then you'll you'll get there you'll you'll see the ranks okay interesting interesting now speaking of coffin shelf you know um i haven't even checked what's going on with the coffin shelf on walmart so I, I might need to to do that but um on amazon you know i've talked about this before where where it, it seems like you know it's been shadow banned um from getting to the top of page one on coffin shelf like we're still one of the top coffin shelves but it's almost because of all because of our our sponsored placements and we're very high up there for for you know top rated products or whatever that other sponsored section is um mm -hmm. but but for organic we just cannot get 
you know, beyond like position 12, uh, 10 to 12 to, and we stay around 15. So one thing you had said right before we were on this call was that sometimes there's something in, in the back end of a listing that could be affecting rank. Was that, did I understand that correctly? Correct. Yes. In the invisible backend, let's say in the flat file. In the flat file. All right. So I'm going to share my screen for those watching this on, on YouTube. And let's, why, why don't we walk everybody through downloading the flat file and then what to look for? And who knows, you know, may, maybe th this is not, we're not going to find something uh, on this. And I would say probably not, we're not, but, but, but who knows, but, but maybe somebody else out there, if you are on a keyword where, where you know you've traditionally were on the top of page one and you know you're getting conversions in PPC and you know you're converting for it. You know, you can tell from brand analytics, you can tell from search query performance, uh, and then you just can't get your organic rank back up. You know, this, this would be something to look at. All right. So, so here I'm going to share my screen here. Hopefully you can see. All right. So I'm in seller central. Where, where do I go? Um, inventory. No reports. Sorry. It's changed. And reports, reports inventory reports. Reports, inventory reports, okay. Inventory reports, yes. Um, and then you should have, check if you have on the drop-down category listing report. I do. Okay, then. All right. Hit that, wait a little bit, and then download. Uh, so select category, I don't need to do that. Just all. And all. then it's, uh, oh, yeah. select report format, I hit Excel. So, yes. Okay. And listings created after, do I need to do that or just leave it blank? Leave it blank, select status, filter all, and then request report. Yes. Okay. I hit request report. Is this pretty fast? Mm -hmm. Or? Yes, it is. All there right. Is. So it went, it's downloaded. So now I go ahead and hit download and then let me open it up in Excel. Yes. Okay. So I got it. Uh, I got that Excel file opened here. So now what's the next step? Now we have to find the product that we need to look at uh, because this is basically your whole catalog. And I, I very much recommend to everyone out there, just download this report once a month because it's basically your full backup of your whole catalog in just, you know, it took, you saw how much, how long it took, five seconds. Yeah. All right, so our coffin shelf, I know it should be FBA. Let me find that here. FBA dash FBA dash coffin. All right, here it is. All right, I have FBA dash coffin here. It's line 15. So now what? Now you have to go to the right. Okay. Um, cell by cell. I mean, yeah, here in this information, you won't have much to look at. It's basically your product description. It's okay. your key product features. But however, I do see that you have a lot of empty, empty cells and yes. you shouldn't have that as, as many cells filled in as possible helps. Well, you. Yeah, that, that's to protect your listing from other people going and doing crazy things in, in other marketplaces. Right. And for ranking and for I, ranking. Yes. I mean, if you, I, I cannot give you proof. <laughs> I mean, uh -huh. like the, you do, but I've seen, uh, working on, on my SKUs and it's the same, they're all in the same category. And I see when I work on, on one, which is very similar to the other, the one that I work on is always gaining rank because I hold on, stop over there. The green, it's okay, called discovery. Uh -huh. These, these fields, I always, but absolutely always recommend to keyword stuff them. 
target audience. Well, what does well, this mean, not- though, that it's all gray? Uh, it's all grayed out. No. That doesn't mean anything? It, uh, try, try to type in something. Does it work? Uh, no. Yes. Yes, it works. Okay. So um, sometimes when they're gray, you're not allowed to change because there okay. is some, I don't know, whatever, Amazon um, from that field. But if you're allowed to type something in, that means you can change. And now they're gray because you don't have something. Um, okay. Already yeah. I, I think some of these are actually available even in the front end. You can, you could do, yes, but I just have them blank, you know, in there. Exactly. Some of them are, and you have them yeah. blank, which is okay. not good. So you have to, for example, target audience, other attributes, those you can put keywords. I usually use uh, phrase keywords. So the, the, the phrase form of the keyword, the full keyword, even if that means repeating some words, but that's, that's the okay. way I do it. Some people maybe, I don't know, just like to put words, but for me, it, it worked this way. Platinum keywords, just leave them blank. Those are the only ones we don't fill in. Yep. yep. But besides that, everything should, should be in. Amazon actually tells you, if you look, these uh, green cells are all um, tied together under the name discovery. So these are the ones that help buyers discover your product on Amazon. Kind of makes sense, right? All right. Look, additional features. I mean, you can put here uh, some of these. I started testing at one point, uh, right when we you discovered there was something that it was showing right below the title. I, um, it's uh, yes, it's, yes. Well, um, that is two. called. Uh, my mind is blank right now, but yeah, yes. Mine too, but you know special, what? I'm special features, about. special features. Yes, exactly. And I, I at one point I discovered something else, but it was. Uh, I also don't remember right now, but, and it was like category specific for one category worked for other didn't, but if you're playing with it, or if you have a VA that does this for you, it's a pity to leave them blank. Honestly, for example, some of these like length range, fill material, shaft type, they're crazy. Yeah. Uh, doesn't, you don't have anything to fit that, to fill in that actually fits for those. I just put an A just to be safe. An A. Okay. NA. Speed um, unit of measure. Yeah, I don't think a coffin shelf has a speed <laughs> unit of measure or torque. You know, torque here. Number torque. of teeth. What in the world? Number of teeth. <laughs> what is this? All right, so I'm still going. Is stain resistant? Like, there's so yeah, many different fields in here. It's a lot. It's a lot. Is autograph. Um, you know, maybe we should autograph each coffin shelf. Uh, <laughs> we can try should. that. Okay, occasion type. I'm just scrolling through for those who are, you know, listening to this on the podcast. I'm just scrolling through all of these million fields in this uh, flat file here. Now, what are we looking for? We're looking for some compliance, uh, some um, compliance fields. I don't know because it's very, it's category specific and it's different all the time, but the name, so the the, um, number one and two, where it says now theme or season of the product should be something to compliance uh, compliance related. But but what are we looking for, even if we find that, that which would might indicate that there's something wrong. Like if there is something filled out in the compliance, then that's where there's something wrong. Let me explain for a little bit. So if you have a product uh-huh. like the cotton shelf, which you don't need any type of certificate for because yes. you don't, right? Yes. You don't need any, I don't know, FDA, CPC, basis, C, whatever. Then those should be completely blank. Okay. Completely blank. Not an A, not anything in there completely blank. Uh, we, uh, I had some friends, 
uh, with a pet product and they discovered after I insisted a lot to send me the flat file to look through it, they uh-huh. had some information there. It wasn't anything bad. It was just some random words saying something. I don't, I don't remember, but just some random words. And then when, when she called Amazon, Amazon confirmed that their listing had been attacked and, and their ranking was like, like a roller coaster. Couldn't stabilize, stabilize with anything. When they took some, that out and Amazon fixed it, now it's doing okay. amazing. Yeah, I mean, I doubt that. That's why I didn't think that this happened to me. But it's important that other people, might, you know, like nobody's going to mm-hmm. attack a coffin shelf that sells five units a day. But but <laughs> this is good for people to know how to look. So, uh, like, here are some compliance uh, fields. It says legal yeah. compliance. Exactly. So all of these should be blank. Uh, blank. And then if somebody downloads the report and they see something here, they should they, they should delete it and then and then re-upload this uh, to Amazon or what? Yes, that's the first step. But sometimes um compliance fields may not work may may not get approved sometimes amazon blocks those so if you have something in there you cannot further change it oh, so okay. you might have to call seller support and pray <laughs> for your um success and it goes on and on uh, yeah well, well that's that uh, you know alina this strategy is serious strategies for serious sellers praying while I enjoy praying a lot, I do not pray for Amazon things. I do not think that's a very serious strategy. Just kidding. Praying to, to have um, wishing, let's say, wishing to Oh, have, here's a whole bunch more. Here's a whole bunch more compliance. Uh, oh, yeah. Those compliance were regulation ones. type. There, there Lots was this. of different things. So what you're saying is somebody went in and did that to these people. Like, exactly. um, interesting. Okay, so this is this is a good thing that all of mine are blank, right? Yes, it's a good thing. Okay, so I'm just gonna scroll over just to make sure. Like everything is blank on your list. Yeah, everything is blank. <laughs> I, again, like for me, you know, this is not best practice. I know, you know, I've, we've talked about on the podcast how, you know, yes. it, it's best to to have everything filled out. Then that makes it harder for other people to attack your listing. But you know, for a coffin shelf, I didn't figure that it's that important because you know who's Correct. going, yes. you know, who's going to uh, attack a coffin shelf listing. All right, we got to the end, so it looks like I'm good. But th- there you go. There, there, there's something, guys, that you you can check out in your flat file. If you if you see some some issues with the ranking, make sure that nobody has added some weird things to your your compliance uh, fields. Have you ever heard of anything else that has, you know, fixed uh, issues with with you know people kind of being shadow punished or shadow banned on, on ranking? The title length, which I think you know already and talked about it, the 150 characters. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, the category, but I think you have it. Sometimes it just disappears and you're not having any BSR. Um, that hasn't been happening a lot lately. Other than that, honestly, no. All right. Now let's talk a little bit about something we've never talked about, you and me at least. Uh, you know, One of your endeavors you've been doing, your new endeavors, is a company called Press X. And, and tell me, first of all, how you discovered that this, you know, that, that press and media and things really helps, um, you know, an Amazon listing, like, like, how did you discover this was just, it's just, you know, from your networking and and meeting people or, or did you try something yourself and it worked or, or how did you get turned on to this kind of strategy? Kind of both, um, networking and somebody who had tried it, uh, not me personally at that point. But I got uh, I got so much into it because it was my thing with the ranking and um, and also Amazon's things with the 
latest thing with the external traffic that uh, is so valuable and you mu- it's a must have basically in Amazon. Yeah. So yeah. So t- um, t- just tell me how why don't you tell us how this concept works? Like, you know, not necessarily I mean obviously it's what you you guys do, but just in general, I mean this is not something that only you guys can do, you know, but but obviously you, you would help with it. But what is this concept of of getting press for Amazon products? We're not talking about press releases. You know, we've talked about that on the podcast before. But what part of media or what part of press are, are we talking about? Give, give us an example. So it's a product review in press. Okay, so it, it's an article talking about your product. Um, is Why is it good? Why is it bad? If it is, but they won't say uh, bad stuff. So basically a re- uh, an extended review with photos, with sometimes uh, even uh, some of your other products from the brand mentioned in there. Or it can be also about your brand, but in detail. Okay, so it's not it's not like an announcement, like a press release, an announcement. Hey, this this brand has launched this product. Make sense? Yeah. They 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 talk about your specific product, and whoever reads it has um, several links. I mean, has a link in several places inside the article to go to Amazon, and that is your attribution link. Now. Um, I think we kind of are the only ones doing this for Amazon sellers because it's the only CPC-based model. I mean, you just pay for the clicks you get. You don't pay for the article being published. We have like a small set of fee, but that doesn't, it's it's irrelevant. Uh, If you don't have any clicks, if you engage for an article and goes viral, you can go with it forever and ever until you want to. Maybe you can spend, I don't know, $100,000 if it goes viral. But at the same time, if it doesn't, because it happens, sometimes, you know, just products aren't uh, uh, well seen or, I don't know, people just don't like don't like it at that point, you don't pay because you don't get any clicks. So basically it's something that I really think people should try just because of that <laughs> because it's it's just okay well know, let's talk about i think people understand you know cost per click you know regardless it's it's, a, mm-hmm. it's kind of like an amazon term too but it's very exactly. you know, common advertising term but you know like my you know cost per click is 50 cents whether it's five dollars that's not the important part the important part is almost like maybe the conversion so i'm just wondering like it, it you know you you've done a lot of these now is it kind of standard you know, like, like how many conversions somebody gets per click or it, you know, you've seen situations where somebody might get a lot of clicks, but no conversions because their listing is not that great or something. Or is there an average, you know, conversion rate on these clicks? Because that's where it gets, that's where it becomes more important is not how much you pay for the click, but how, how, how far that click, you know, gets you. Well, yes and no. Uh the answer to your question uh-huh. yes or no so no is because i don't consider the conversion is the most important part for this strategy really yes why not i mean at the end of the day you're trying i'm trying to sell units i'm just giving you a hard time no. but, but go ahead and argue with me no, so we, no, we can no, get this not. out <laughs> it's okay so um the whole strategy with the press it's not to sell a huge amount of units or a large amount of units in a couple of days or in two weeks and then measure your conversions versus 
the cost per click and see if you got profitable or not. It kind of doesn't work that way. And I don't think any type of marketing or press works that way because there, the non-tangible part, as I call it, of from all this is way higher. Example, last week, 1,000 clicks. It was one day, a very, very uh, well-known publisher, very good product, very step, good established listing, good seller. 1,000 clicks, one day. 350 add to cards, 170 sales. Uh, okay. Exclusive numbers. Okay, so this can happen for, you might say that's a good conversion on top of everything else sure. you have, right? In terms of profitability, where it's here and there, um, it depends on each how they calculate their budget to to see. But in my opinion, um, as a seller too, because I've done marketing outside as well, I don't. I wouldn't do that just to measure the conversion. I would do it because people see the product. Uh, there are tens of thousands of people reading that article without clicking. And sometimes maybe uh, two months from now when you're going to do another one, or I don't know, an influencer post or YouTube video or TikTok, they were, hey, I, I think I saw this. I read about this on, on some somewhere a couple of months ago. Maybe I'll, I'll try it now, you know, stuff like that. I know it's, it's difficult to measure the exact ROI. And this is the hardest thing to explain to Amazon sellers because um, we are used to numbers. We need to measure uh, ROI, conversion, all kind of that stuff but when, when we're talking about press when we're talking about this kind of uh, of model it's difficult and it's we're trying to do a kind of cpa model but it's it's uh, still far away with this being said so um conversion is one thing yes but the exposure the brand awareness people reading about your product and the fact that you can use those screenshots uh with that product on your listing on on your social media or you can get a lot of content out of that that's another thing and also even if the campaign works even if it doesn't work let's say um the budget ends or the time ends because th- we have these two measures okay the article doesn't come down it stays there and if you will check your attribution i mean we've had cases when months after attribution dashboard was reporting clicks those were for free some of them even got sales you know but it's just just another way of getting your product out there for a product for a well-established brand or for an old old product let's say like coffin shell for example may or may not be a good idea but when you're considering launching a new product to an existing brand that would be the place that this actually has the most value. This is from my experience. It's been almost a year since we're, we've started the first tests with this. Have you done it on any of your products? Yes, I have. I have. Yes. On one, on my, uh, one of the sport brands. Um, I don't, I think uh, I told you back then. Um, so it was a product that it was out of, if you tell me something three days ago, I'm going to forget it. So you definitely have to (laughs) tell me again. I just remembered. So, um, completely out of stock for a couple of months. It was a good selling product, like expensive, like in, in the $40, uh, price range we were selling. Hold on. So out of stock, meaning that, meaning that, you know, the the campaign you did was so successful it made you sell no, out or no, what, no, what are you no. saying 
when I started the campaign, the uh -huh. article, before that, the product was out of stock. So I had no PPC running on it, no. Oh, okay, okay. So and, it, th this was kind uh, of like your way to give it a jump start when exactly. you went back into stock. Okay, I got you now. Go ahead, continue. Exactly, exactly. And um, the budget I did were, was the middle one because those were the publishers were. So $6,000, it went for, I don't know, 40-ish days. Um, uh, it was summer. It's not the best time of the year for this product. But overall, I got the first day, I think I got around 70 or 80 sales. And it was definitely out of that article because I had no PPC, no ranks, didn't wow. do anything else. It, it, it slowed down. So it slowed down. Then uh, I got sales and we got back to, I don't know, 10, 15 a day, which was a regular um, amount of sales for that time of the year for that product without doing anything else. Now, what, what kind of, how are you linking to the listing? Is it using an attribution link or an affiliate link or what kind of link are you using? Attribution. So then on those ones, did you get your brand referral bonus uh, from Amazon on that? Did you ever check that? I did check that. And um, just some of those were reported. Uh, we've had issues before with attribution not reporting. The clicks were there. So everything was there. What I saw on my uh, end of counting was there in attribution in terms of clicks or page views and everything. The sales weren't there, though. And I know for a fact that I, the sales had to be from there because I didn't do anything else with the listing and I had no ranks. So that's so, why. So, so you're saying that you didn't get brand referral I bonus. I did not. But some other people, I mean, other people do. Yeah. <laughs> brand attribution doesn't work um, always the right okay. way. It's still in beta, right? Yeah. Interesting. Um, all right, cool. So let's just for you know last part last couple minutes here you know do some strategies and, and the way we do it now is not just tst 30 second tip because people kept not sticking to 30 second but it's tst or sst 60 second tip so 30 to 60 second tips why don't you think of your two best possible ones that you could give us about ranking or launching or ppc or anything at all and let's close the episode with these two hmm it's always such a hard one like, you know, you've only been on this podcast 17 times and, and you should have known yeah. what's coming. So you could have prepared yourself. <laughs> it was very hard to prepare this. So for the most experienced um, of our listeners, of your listeners, um, mm -hmm. I don't know how many of them are familiar with a website called AmazonScience.com. Are you familiar with that? I have never heard of that. No. Okay. So that's a website where Amazon actually posts things about how their algorithm works, how their, um, um, how their um, KPI, how they measure KPIs, how they do stuff internally. The problem is the, the, it's very technical. It's science.amazon.com or amazon.science.com. One of those. Uh -huh. um, it's very technical. Um, I am part of a mastermind that with some very technical people that actually took some articles out of there and discovered some very interesting things about ranking, about launching products, about things that you, they actually tell you how to do it. The problem is you need to understand their language mm -hmm. in those articles. But besides that, um, even if you don't, 
the website has very interesting Amazon, advanced Amazon news. And it's good to have it there in the back of your head whenever you, I don't know, you're on a long flight or something like that. That's one thing. Um, I still have to go, right? Yep. <laughs> like one 30 more. seconds. Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> um, on another one. Okay. So Google search volume versus Amazon search volume. Um, I don't have uh, an actual, oh, and I have, I just remembered the third one. So now I have, well, I'll take three. I'll take three. Yep. <laughs> okay. So Google search for search volume, Amazon search volume. I don't have the final answer yet, but I'm working for, for one of my, one of the brands I want to launch a new brand last next year. And I'm looking at, um, Amazon search volume in some niches and or on some keywords, actually. So keywords and Google search volume. You might find that on some um, keywords, the Google search volume is very high, which is which means it's trendy. And uh, on Amazon, it's not that high or even almost inexistent. For me, that that thing is very valuable in doing product research. And I think if Google has it, Amazon will have it too. So maybe a good niche to do products in. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, so, so guys, you know, that, that's something that you can also check in Helium 10 now. You know, a lot of people don't realize this before you have to go to Trendster to see the Google Trends. But now anywhere where you see search volume in Helium 10, you click that graph, which traditionally would show you the history of the search volume on Amazon. But it also now shows you the history of search volume on Walmart and the history of Google Trends. You know, for Google. So maybe you see something like, ah, this is like 100 search volume, you know, on Amazon. So this is not worth it. But then you click on that and you might see something, you know, different on Google or Walmart. You know, that might be something to look at. It's interesting. I haven't heard that strategy. Like it. What else you got for us? Amazon posts. I'm this close, this close of having a actual measurable technique of using Amazon posts for keyword ranking. Okay. I've done... So many, so many, so many tests. And you know, you cannot track basically anything with Amazon posts. You you don't know whether it's going to mm-hmm. get click reviews or whatever because they, they don't have any specific algorithm. But uh, in a nutshell, what ha- has proved to be working so far is, so for the, for the posts that get a decent amount of... Um, of views, uh-huh. I, I duplicate those, slightly change the image, because you're not allowed to post it twice. Okay. Just slight changes. And um, in the caption should be a keyword that you're not, it has to be indexed, but it, if it's not ranked, if it's not in the top 300, it can definitely boost you, boost your ranking. If the, then the duplicated, duplicated post has views. Make sense? So you make a post, it has views. Just duplicate that one. Try to put a keyword in the caption that you're not ranked. You for. mean the same image? The same image, slightly change. I don't know. Just mirror yeah, is it. There, or... Is there? Is there? I don't. I, I'm not the one who does the. Uh, you know, Amazon posts. Uh, mm-hmm. Shivali and and Carrie do that on, on our account. But is there a duplicate button? Like you know, you just duplicate it, or you when you say duplicate, you just mean hey, upload from scratch the same upload the same post. Okay. Upload from okay. scratch. Interesting. All right. Well, hey, I like that. These are some of the best. Uh, that we've had so that you did put you you were trying to be humble you uh, pretend that you didn't uh, have this plan you did have a plan so i like it all right so um 
Alina, how how can uh, people find you on the interwebs? Like, are, are both of your companies inside of our hub, or only one of them? Or they're both inside the hub. Yes. Process. All right, guys. So hub.helium10.com and search for either AZ Rank. No no spaces, right? Uh, yes. Space. Uh, no, no space. No AZ spaces rank. or yeah. press X. Uh, in hub.helium10.com and any other way they can find you out there? Just the regular ways, Instagram, Facebook with my name and uh, our website, azrank.com, pressx.live. Just, or just Google. All right. <laughs> <We're on> Google. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on here. Um, let's do some more <laughs> testing. You know, I've done I've done more testing and experiments with you and your companies than, than probably any anyone else out there, uh, any other company out there, because uh, I just love testing. And we haven't done any big, like we did that Etsy test last week that that worked, but, yeah. but let's uh, let's do something interesting with, with Project X or Project 5K so we can, we can tell people about it. Of course, we'd love to. 